And now, Jalen and Jacoby. Where the fuck is Trump? Head to dead. Gotta give us what we want. Uh, gotta give us what we need. Worry about my posse getting jumped. Cause if we ever do, yo TV pop the trunk. Cause we make a pop the trunk and hit the switch. Now act stupid, I'll pop the trunk. <laughs> give me a He is Jalen Anthony Rose. What up, dog? I'm David Jacoby. And on the cool check-in. Yeah. Yeah. Center stage yeah. on Center stage. the mic. Yeah. And we putting it on wax. The unstoppable KOB. Yes, indeed. What's happening? I see you got We're that classic. Kobe. What do we do? P-pop. We get a people. What they want. Very special day here in the Jalen and Jacoby studio. Family. Have a guest. Yeah. A family yeah. member has arrived. Yeah. Hustle hard. Hustle hard. Is in the building. Yeah. When he goes to the bank, they call him Jermaine, John. <laughs> hey, Mr. Coleman, can I help you? That's a fact. Right? Mr. Coleman. But Mr. Coleman. the yeah. culture, we know my brother as yeah. Mayno. Mayno. Yeah. Bad staff. Bad staff. What's happening? Oh, man, I feel wonderful, man. I see you got that classic hip-hop playing. Yeah, right, absolutely. That's just because we're old. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's old. We're just old. Is it that? Is it that? We're just old. Yeah. Pre-mumble rap. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Feels good though, man. It's great Feels to have good. you here. Great yeah, to have thank, you here. Thank, thank you for taking the time, man. man. I feel good. Thank really you. appreciate that. Yeah, man. So we're gonna start with the podcast exclusive because we always do exclusive content. Of course, we're gonna hit you on the TV show. Yeah. But the first thing I want to ask is, you're from Brooklyn. Yeah. Zoo. Will Zoo. the Nets <laughs> become Brooklyn's team? Like yes. It's, it it's feeling like it's it. feeling like yeah, it's gonna yes, happen. Yes. Yes. It's feeling. It's the vibe, man. Like it's 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 not just the team. It's the vibe. It's it's what it's doing to the community. Like if you, it's it's the inspiration. You know, it's the you know it's the seeing those those faces and and because I go to the, I go to the um to the Barclays all the time mm-hmm. and it, and the energy. That I, I see when I get down there, it's just like everybody's just patched in. You know, the jobs that it created. Like, And even when you're outside, like you just feel the vibe in the summertime. Yeah. Like right now, if you went down there, you're going to feel the vibe. So I feel like right now with, with, with Kyrie and them coming, oh, man. And KD, people kind of forgot about oh. KD. He's no, we have to get. We just know that he's not playing <laughs> right. until next season, right? He's on layaway. Yeah. <laughs> so, so both of us were born in 1973. Can you talk about... How Brooklyn has changed in your lifetime? Um, it has changed drastically. Like growing up, I used to see like uh, abandoned lots, mm-hmm. abandoned abandoned buildings. You know, it was a drug wave, right? It was a it was a different time. You know, when you came outside, you know, it, it almost looked like a, a third world country in certain places. Um, it, like Brooklyn is the most uh, uh, um, fixed up place in, in New York State. Oh, yeah. The whole New York State, like they have built it up wow. to to become what it is right right now, and it's really beautiful. And it gives the kids, like my son is sixteen, so he, he'll never see what I've seen, right? It gives him the opportunity to see like you know diversified neighborhood, you know. So it's it's different. A lot more people look like me in Brooklyn than the woods. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. that's, yes. that's what you yes. gotta say. Yeah. Gentrification yeah, yeah, yeah. on extra drug blocks. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. That's a fact. Like in Bushwick. Yeah. yeah. Like I was in Bushwick this weekend. I was like, yo, this is not the Bushwick I remember from 20 years ago. It is not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is not. Yeah. And you were recently, I follow you on IG. If, you, if you're not following them, you missing it. Follow my brother, Hustle Hard Mano on IG. Yeah. Shout out. It meant a lot to you to be back giving $60,000. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
worth a coat. Sixty thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Macy. Shout out to my people. That is awesome. We make it happen. Shout out. That we is do, awesome. We doing it for no reason too. It's not. It's just because it's cold. Just because it's cold, Jalen. Like not not for Christmas, not for Thanksgiving, not for Thanksgiving right? Not, not not for none of those. You know. Celebrity points to make, you mm-hmm. understand? So mm-hmm. we we just doing it, and I felt like I wasn't doing enough for my community. So you know, I hooked up with uh, Camp Friendship, and you know, a couple of people. And Macy's, what happens is Macy's has these these coats that they they donate at the end of the year because they're not gonna sell them, so they brand new coats. So what they gonna do with them? So we get them, and we we take them to the hood. That is awesome. Yeah, that is great. Yeah. So we did it. This this was our second year, and we're gonna do it again this year. That's great. Our third year. Great. So you say you have a 16 year old son? Yeah. Is he ball? Yeah. He made me send him. To, he made me send him to camp two, three years straight. And I'm and I'm like, where did my money go? <laughs> <laughs> like, come on, man. Like, <laughs> I sent him to the joint in Philly, the Sixers joint. That sounds expensive. They have right. It is sleepover camp. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes, I sent him to the Sixers joint two years like in a row. Thousand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, come on, you playing? Like, what's what you doing? You out here? You you six feet? Like, what's good? What's happening? Like, show me something, man. I feel like I wasted my money. <laughs> man, he gets the life me. skills, though. Yeah, he like the dribble. He like he 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 pretty boy. He wanna he wanna show off. Like, you know, he got to take the game serious. And I'm telling him about really, really, actually. Really falling in love with the game, you know, as it, as as you should, not just dribbling around. Like, take it serious, you know. It's it's a it's a dedication. Oh, I'm glad you went here. So, yeah. Every time when we were growing up, New York basketball came up. Other than all of the all time greats that have represented this amazing state, mm-hmm. the style of basketball always was about the oohs and ahs from dribbling. That's a fact. Mm-hmm. The, the point guard. Right? Like, it was like a million dollar dribbling move and then like a two dollar shot. Yeah. <laughs> the shot almost didn't count. Correct. It, the shot almost didn't count unless you, you, you just had that, that, that good assist. That always looked good. Like that handle that was fancy and it was, mm, it See, was Kyrie nasty. gonna give y'all that. You know, yeah. Kyrie about to give y'all yeah, that. Yeah. So oohs and ahs, yeah. breaking yeah. ankles. Yeah, See, we Jay, need that. Jay from the Midwest, they just hit like 10 foot jumpers. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. There's like little get 10 back foot on jumpers defense. and get back on defense. But <laughs> out here, it's like, it's not about the jumpers. Just nah, oohs and ahs, no, no. nicknames. We need that though. Like yeah. we, like I'm the telling fundamentals. you, like Brooklyn, I'm telling you, like we gonna, we gonna go crazy. We're going to go crazy in the Barclays when Kyrie comes through there with that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. All of that. that. Oh. All of that. What? All of that. It's going to get crazy. I can't wait. We're going to lose it. I can't I can't wait for Kyrie just to do his thing there. I think I think it's going to be a match. So I think it's going to be a match. You know you know how for years I stood on the, this table and was so mad at the Nets. I was like they shouldn't be allowed to play Brooklyn artists <laughs> in the arena. They were so bad. Y'all got Kyrie and KD now, Word. but they was an embarrassment mm-hmm. for a long time. But, but we just started. It was like a. It was a process. It was a process. You know, um, Darren Williams yeah, years. Darren Williams, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, Paul Pierce. Yeah, yeah. Paul Pierce. Yeah. Right. KG. KG. I went to a couple of those games too. Yep. I went to a couple of those games. That's a fact. Wow. I think. I think. I think we. 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 Um. We might hit a stride though. 
Oh, I know a stride that you guys have hit in Brooklyn. If you don't mind me hitting, as I come to work every day, I ride right past Bronx River, and I just think about that's where the birth of hip hop started. So, so just just give me the heartbeat of hip hop in Brooklyn. Hip hop in Brooklyn. I mean, come on, Biggie, Kane, Hove, um, most you know, fab. Yeah, yes, yes. Just Brooklyn. I mean, I feel like we like we we heavyweight. You understand? Like when it I comes do too. To That's Brooklyn, why I wanted to bring this up. Like we we heavyweight, you know, when it comes to the hip hop thing. Even you know, from the past to to the present, right now, and then we best style, right? Is where I'm from, and it's like where, where the greats are from, right? Mm-hmm. It's like where Hov is from, mm-hmm. Fab is from, uh, Jay Z is from there. Big, you know, it's just you know we breed them, you know, we fly. You know, best I fly, best I fly. You know, for real. <laughs> Word. Get people what they want. Yeah. Plants they capture CO two. What if we could help industrial plants capture it too? Think about how we could help lower emissions. More and more scientists think carbon capture is key to reducing CO two emissions globally. It's just one way that ExxonMobil is helping industrial plants be more like plants. That's the unexpected energy of ExxonMobil. So what's, what's the So Brooklyn Challenge? Oh, man. I'm the So Brooklyn Challenge. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Shout out to my guy, Casanova. Shout out to Fab. Um, Casanova came out with this record that was just so dope. He came to me. You know, he, he came to my store, and he was like, yo, I want to shoot the video. You know, and he played the song, and I was like, oh, this is crazy. I need to be a part of this. I wanted to be on the record. Like, send me this so I could jump on the re- on, on the remix. But when I do, I'm telling you now, my verse is going to be better than Fab's. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is what I was saying. Like, you know, it, it was friendly competition. No, I was always, like, of course. My verse is going to be better, right? And he was like, "All right, let's go." He sent me the he sent me the beat. I did it, and and they had made like a little video. I was like, "Yeah, man, I heard you you talking crazy." You know, I put the snippet up and it, and it just went and it's it's been the so so Brooklyn challenge ever, ever since then. But Casanova is a genius behind doing that. So and and everybody's doing it. It's a so everywhere challenge. For yeah, real. it's one of those things that you can't really you can't like artificially engineer something going viral or right, going like can. that. But then mm-hmm. but like this, it just happened with this. You never know what's going to go viral. Like people sit around scratching their heads every mm-hmm. day. Like how can we make this thing go? And it just so happened. I feel good just to be a part of it. You know, just to be, you know. In the conversation, you understand? So I, I thought it was dope. I wanted to get on there and talk greasy, you know? <laughs> Hustle real. hard, Hustle 13 mixtapes, yeah. seasoned veteran yeah. in the game. Yeah. Tell us, like, the Soul Brooklyn Challenge embodies clearly where you're from. Mm-hmm. One of the birthplaces and the heartbeats of hip-hop. Yeah. Bad style. Bad style. Yeah, bed style all day. Where the greats are from, right? So what, what are we talking? We talking Biggie, Jay, mm. right? We talking Fabulous, mm-hmm. you know. We talking Kane, mm. you know. We, we, we talking, we talking me. We talking. We cussing your oh, eyebrows, man. trying to wild out, out. <laughs> like we talking about the flyness, the, the this, just the style thing, you know. But but Brooklyn as a whole, though, I think that um we we contributed a lot. You know, to the to the landscape of hip hop from the very beginning. So, we got to talk about the biggest story in sports right now, yeah. which is Antonio Brown. Uh, free at last, Antonio huh? Brown. Free at last. We saw <laughs> you put up the video. Yeah, it was dope. Too. You, you did know. a little remix to yeah, his yeah, remix yeah, yeah. of yeah. him finding out that he was yeah. no longer on the Raiders. So now Crazy. he's on the Patriots. I know. 
Here's here's your video. Yeah. Love it. Question for you. Tom Brady said he would let Antonio Brown live in his home. Would you let Antonio Brown live in your house? What? Why not? <laughs> why not? Why not? I don't because, like I don't like house guests. Not, you no, know not why? Because that. you know what? I don't, I I think he's gonna do the right thing. I think that he's gonna get over here, um, and 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 really really get down to what he he needs to do. I really feel like that. It's a it's a it's a no lose situation for the Patriots. Yeah, they already have multiple championships. Right. Mm-hmm. They're deep at wide receiver. Seven people caught passes in the first game. So if I'm Tom Brady, it ain't like he got a a two bedroom, hundred square feet. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, he got yeah, thirty five thousand square feet. Yeah, you can have your own wing. Yeah, you, <laughs> you can might have, have to guess out. Yeah, 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 exactly. With <laughs> his own garage. Right. Exactly. Right. The only seam in practice. Yeah. yeah, that's probably it. I don't yeah. like house guests. If you don't have my you last just, name, you're not living in my house. You just don't. You just don't. You're no. just not doing it. If you don't have my last name, you're not living in my house. So you're not letting me and Jalen crash no. one night when no. we just finished partying. Over. So right around <laughs> midnight. Right around midnight. <laughs> right. I gotta go. That's it. It's I'll over. get you an Uber. I'll be like, oh, it's downstairs. It's so all like, I got your Uber three in the too. morning. Yeah, after no. we just finished no. partying. None of that. None of that. None of that. Yeah, he's selfish. Yeah. So, <laughs> so being from Bed Stuy, yeah, you were a Nick fan. Yep. Growing up. Yep. As most New Yorkers yes, rightfully right. so, the other team was in Jersey. Now, Barclays is in Brooklyn. Oh, the Nets Brooklyn. have Kyrie oh, and KD. Yes. Who you repping yes. now? You switched? You know I'm repping Brooklyn. You know that. He got okay. to. That's his you blood. You know this. Yeah. It's in my blood. You feel a vibe. You feel an energy when you walk up, when you walk outside and you walk down Flatbush Avenue. You feel that vibe. You, 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 you see the people. You see the faces. The energy is really good, man. Yeah. But what do you think? I love it. What do you think about the current state of the Knicks? Cause the, the Nets kind of have a trajectory. They have success. The Knicks just can't find it. What I know, but we, we, we what we got? We got RJ, uh, Barrett, right? Mm-hmm. Right. He now. going ball. Um, yeah. we, we got Iggy, right? So, mm-hmm. um, Randall. We always felt like in the Knicks that we we got something new and, and fresh, and but it it just never it just never uh, leads to nothing in the season, right? No, yeah, just never just never happens. No, I think, and it's gonna surprise a lot of people. The Knicks are gonna be just as Don't good as it. the Nets this season. Don't say it. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Kyrie is coming through there with that nasty mm-hmm. handle. Okay, like he's playing in Rucker somewhere, like he playing in a Bed Stuy tournament. Okay, he's coming through there. It's gonna be oh my god, the oohs oh and eyes, breaking ankles. Yes. So we're, yes. gonna be we're crazy. talking about the Nets and the energy around the Barclays, mm-hmm. and, and we have a movement that we've started that we really need to your help to bring to fruition. Okay, we need a statue of Biggie outside of Barclays. Right. We want a statue of Christopher Wallace outside Barclays. We got a little example for you right there. Can you help us with this? Right Can you there. help us with this? We need a petition or something. You know, I'm going to go on something. my social media right now. Okay, what is he doing with his hands? Is, is, that, a, is that a real thing? <laughs> I think he's showing off his rings or something. Okay, yeah. we need, is that the one? <laughs> no, I don't know if that's the I don't exact know if that's the one right there. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. We gonna, That'll be good, though. We need him out there. We they need put Biggie. Captain America out there. Yeah, and we petitioned, wow. and we got. We felt like we Captain got him taken America. down. Yeah, 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 he was out there Captain for years. Captain America was out there. What? Yes. No. <laughs> they had Captain America repping Brooklyn. No, no. I didn't. I, I never noticed that. Yes. We need Biggie's statue out there. How would you pitch to the powers that be that notorious big Christopher Wallace deserves a statue? We just got to go on a campaign, like a strong campaign through social media, and we just got to talk about it. We got to keep, we got we to gotta create a hashtag. Okay. What should be the hashtag? Biggie for Barclays? Is it Biggie's yeah, statue? Good. Oh, that's, that's a good one. Like, yeah. Like something, something like we got to come up with something that we all could share. 
right? And then I'm hitting you. You, you hitting me. And we, and we, and we spinning it around because collectively everybody's, you know, all our fans and stuff like that, they're going to get right into it, especially in Brooklyn. They're going to go right behind it. Biggie is the king. Ain't he? Yeah. And if you was going to do a, say a Mount Rushmore of people that you felt from Brooklyn, mm-hmm. Besides Christopher Wallace, that deserves statues. Hove. Who else would you put out Hove. there? Hove. Hove. The greatest of all time. We never seen nothing like Hove. I, I just like, I, I, I just have so much respect for him still being here and making mm. the moves that he, that, that he has made and, and just being an inspiration from Brooklyn. You know, I believe in, in, in not having to finish the way you started. Mm. No matter where we come from, we could we could do it. Like we talking about a dude that come from Marcy Proj- Projects. I come from Notion Avenue. Look where we at. And what do you short. think about people that was like, "Oh, Jay is sell off for doing a deal with the NFL." Yeah, what do you think about that? I thought about that a lot. Like and I, and and I listened to what he said and he said like about getting into actionable items. Like what are we what are we going to do? Like we kneel, we protesting. What does the protest turn into eventually? And that's a real question, right? So we can sit out here and protest all day, right? But then what? A lot of times, the only way to change things is through the inside. That's what we at doing? the table. Mm-hmm. You know, got to sit at the table sometimes to bring the change about. So I, I want to give them opportunity to do that. I want to, like, really watch and see what happens. And I believe that he's going to make some things happen. I do, too. Finally, tell us about your latest project on Everything I Love. On Everything I Love is out on Everything I Love. Swear to you. <laughs> I swear to you. It's out right now. You know, it's, it's, it's just a dope project. It's, um, you know, you get 13 songs. Um, you know, my life from my perspective, you know, um, and it's, it's, it's out. It's, it's dope. Go cop it. I've been yeah. j- bumping that live ones with Dave Quick question for you, Mr. Rose. Where my homies? Where they at? Where they at? Where my homies? Creeping through the hood. We start the NFL season where Patrick Mahomes left off the NFL season. He was up to no good. He was facing the Jacksonville Jaguars in a game that you predicted he would not perform well in. And, oof, Sammy Watkins. Mahomes was all over the place. Open receivers everywhere. The Chiefs looked great. What did you think of Mahomes' first game of the season? I was... Initially thinking, if he didn't hurt his ankle, that 300 and whatever he had passing at the half, oh, he yeah. was going to double that. He had like 211 yards passing, and it was like 135. <laughs> Honestly. I, 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 it, it, it's, it's, it's amazing to watch him play because we talk so much about like run pass options mm-hmm. and dual threat quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. It's refreshing to see somebody that's just as effective in the pocket as they are running yep. and throwing and making plays with their legs. And then able to throw it deep, able to throw intermediate, has has a personality and a flair with his he game. He does. He does. It's really exciting to watch. And he's he can sling the football. Like it seems like he doesn't get his whole body into the throw, and he can throw it forty yards downfield just with his arm strength. They're playing a lot of baseball. Yeah, he is. That's he it. Is, playing a lot of baseball. I did not see this coming from him. But you know what else I didn't see? Sammy Watkins, 198 yards, three Sammy touchdowns. Watkins, Sammy Watkins, like, do you remember me? Do you guys forget about for me? Everybody, do you forget about for, me? For anyone that's ever played fantasy football, I promise you, when your draft was happening, you did exactly what I did. Can't mess with Sammy Watkins because he stays hurt. Yep. But when he's healthy, as productive as there is in the game, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden. 
you get some bad breaks on the other side. I mean, Nick Foles goes out yep. with an injury that he's probably going to have to get surgery on. And that's unfortunate for them. They give him a big-time deal, and then you lose a quarterback on a great throw. Yeah. Touchdown throw. Yeah. Dropped it right in the bread basket. Miles Jack gets ejected. So there were some things that happened on the Jacksonville side that I'm pretty sure that they want to fix. But this was all about Mahomes and his coming out party. It again really was. After winning MVP. It really was. Well, as the football day came to a close, we had a matchup that I kind of circled as the best game of the day before. It was the Steelers oh. and the Patriots. It was not a good game. I'm going to be honest. I fell asleep before the game was over. <laughs> the Patriots dominated the Steelers. Absolute domination. They won 33-3, to Jalen. What did you see from the Patriots? What would you say if you were talking about how good Tom Brady is at his job? Go. Go. Just go. Don't talk to me about Montana. Don't talk to me about anybody else. Tom Brady's a GOAT. Okay, so I'm going to follow your word. I think the GOAT has more weapons than he's ever had. Say it again. Say it again. And and I was watching the game. Like, wait a minute. They just used one, two, three, four, five running backs? They used five running backs. Yes. Five. Yes. It was seven people to call passes. Seven. And they didn't even have Antonio Brown. It's 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 astonishing what's going to happen. It's 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 an, an embarrassment of riches for a team that just lost Gronk. Yep. Also, on the other side of the ball, they gave up three points to the Steelers with hey, Big man. Ben. Three points. Three. You, you know, my favorite position in football is defensive back. Mm-hmm. They probably had the best DB collection in the league. They really do. In the league. DBs, safeties, nickel, dime, in the league. So do you think it's the Patriots scheming, Belichick, defensive genius, stopping the Steelers, or is it the Steelers have serious concerns on offense? I'm not going to overreact to the first game. Oh, I am. I promise not to be that person. I am. Because if you look back at the season of week one last year, look at some of those results. Mm -hmm. And you'd be like, oh, okay. Wild swings of emotion. But here's the Steelers' concern for me. We talk so much about them getting better emotionally and psychologically in the locker room, not yeah. having Le'Veon, yeah. who played really well with the Jets. I he saw him good. catch a two-point conversion, saw him catch a touchdown. And then without A.B.'s distraction, but we lost, and, and, and rightfully so, Mike, Mike Tomlin should get a Nobel Peace Prize. For how he clearly was dealing with Antonio Brown the last few years. But what we weren't talking about is how's it going to translate to the field? James Conner, he got shut down. Yeah, I didn't, uh, he didn't score that many points for my fantasy team. Jude, oh, he's on your team? Yeah, he didn't score that many. I kept looking at the refreshing, like, um, is he playing? Is he hurt? (laughs) No. Like, what happened? No. The, the Patriots, we considered them the favorite and looked to them to be the best team in football. Now they're the most talented. It's amazing. Team in I keep waiting for it to happen. I keep waiting for Tom Brady to look old. I keep waiting for them to seem like they got out coached, and it just never happened. You know what they don't do? They don't give Jimmy Garoppolo $120 million to be a backup quarterback. No, they don't. Or push Tom Brady out the door unceremoniously yeah. after he just won two of the last three Super Bowls. Yeah. Jaylen. That's what they don't do. This team is going to add Antonio Brown to the roster. 
They're adding Antonio Brown to the roster. Now, we've all seen the drama that unfolded with the Oakland Raiders. Mm-hmm. Okay, we, we've, we've chronicled all of that. We've been talking about it all summer long. But now, he is going to be on the Patriots. And this is going to be a little example of kind of what led to him coming to New England. I've won two questions for you. Number one, do you think he can name all the states in New England? <laughs> Absolutely not. No way. Because I... I'm pretty sure you live there and probably can't. I can do it. I can do it. I'm from Massachusetts. But I, I can got, do it. I got some funny about this footage right here. What's okay. that? AB a- loves really hard. Mm-hmm. AB's really emotional. Mm-hmm. He had a Raiders picture up on the wall and never got a check from them. Yeah. Nope. Just, just think about that for a second. So there was a part of him at some point that felt like being a Raider was going to be the next step in my life. Of course. Not only as a player, but to get my bread. And how things transpired from the time he did those push-ups and put on the hat mm-hmm. and to now being a member of the Patriots has really been a the most unique journey that I've ever seen. It really a football has. player takes. Do you think that he's going to acquiesce to the Patriot way? The sort of selfless, no superstar way that they treat everybody? I think he's going to find ways to humble himself. I hope so. But if you believe he's about to be there for 16 more weeks and not be late for a meeting or not post on social media things that he shouldn't post, oh, you might as well get the pink slip out right now. So the the key is going to be how they handle mm-hmm. when he does something that they don't want him to do. Because no. he, he's like one of my kids. You know what I mean? Like, he knows what he's supposed to do and not supposed to do. And he's going to test the franchise. He's going to test Belichick's leadership. He's going to do a little something, post something he shouldn't, like you said, show up late to a meeting, and then he's going to see how they react. How do you think the Patriots will handle it? I think they're going to be really stiff, really firm, but also they guaranteed his $9 million mm-hmm. when he put pen to paper. So now they have a level of investment. It can't just be, oh, he made a bad decision. Get rid of him. They show a different level of patience with Josh Gordon, but his issues had nothing to do with football. Let's see if Antonio Brown can be the kind of player that understands all I have to do is ride the wave and I can get a Super Bowl championship. Well, there's also this, not just Super Bowl championship. Per Adam Schefter, they also have a 2020 option for $20 million, which is another way where they can dangle that in front of Antonio Brown and say, Antonio Brown, all you have to do is play one season of great football and you've got $20 million waiting for you. But if you kind of act the way you did in Oakland, that $20 million is going to go away. Yes, yeah, a reward that you can't actually use yet. It's the lottery ticket that you haven't cashed. Mm-hmm. It's going to dangle the next year in front of you. $20 million. You got 16 more weeks. Catch some touchdowns. Missing walkthroughs yep. and stuff like that. It goes away. Yep. Jalen, sometimes there's video that we find for the show that is just so important that it needs to be broken down in detail. So you and I need to go to the table. I have a new favorite player in the National Basketball Association. I've always loved this player, but now... Not Lance? Not Lance. Not Lance LeBron? is gone. He's in the CBA. LeBron, no more LeBron. They're going on the shelf. What? 
because of this video of a gentleman by the name of Patrick Beverly of the Clippers. He's working out <laughs> on the beach. What is that on his feet, Jalen Rose? Timbo. What's that on his head, Jalen Rose? A scully. He's got a scully and Timberlands on the beach working out. What? Did they should just put him in the Hall of Fame? Give him a bust in Springfield right now. He's going to the Hall of Fame. I mean, look at it, backpedaling on the beach. The beach is hard enough to run around, but in Timberlands, I know on, you spent a lot more time with Kangaroo Jalen than you did when. It was my job to be in shape for yes, a living. Yes, yeah, yeah. But I promise you, that footage that you've seen, I've done that multiple times. No, you have not. What? Working yeah. out on the beach in Timberlands? Fam. Jalen, don't lie in the microphones. Fam, let me tell you something. Okay, I'm listening. There was so many times in the summer of 94, 95, 96, 97, 98, when I was staying in Los Angeles working out. And going to UCLA men's gym with Timberlands on. The only time I wasn't wearing them is when we were playing five on five at the track. Timberlands. I miss. I, you know what? I, don't, I got old, washed up, Jalen. I want to hang out with the young Jalen. I want to hang out with Running Timberlands, Jalen. Yeah, all of that. I want to hang out with out until two in the morning, Jalen. I got washed up, old you man, Jalen. But but I got a cautionary tale. What's that? For my brother Patrick Beverly. What's that? It's not good for your feet, and it's not good for your knees. And I started to feel my knee bothering me somewhat because those shoes are actually heavy. Mm. Especially if you're working out in them. And I thought it had—I think it had a, 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 a adverse effect, so I stopped doing it. Have you ever played basketball in Timberlands? What? I'm from Detroit, of course. <laughs> have you, have you ever you not played basketball yeah, in Timberlands? Yeah, <laughs> what, what y'all thought we did in the wintertime? What y'all playing white, white gym shoes? <laughs> you know what I'm You're the best. You're the best. <laughs> Jalen, how did you feel about your Lions after the first half you against our, the Cardinals? You see our rookie tight end out there? I was like, Rah! How did you feel about your Lions after overtime? Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Tie. What, what, what was that? Yeah, man. Man. Yeah. They yeah. let Kyler Murray erase a 16-point deficit. They had the rookie looking like a rookie in the first half and ended up throwing for 308 yards with two TDs. Jalen, that did not look good for the Detroit Lions. Shout out to Larry Fitzgerald. Mm-hmm. Who's out there getting it done. Shout out. Every time... I looked at the screen. It seemed like he was open. Yeah. Like, like right wide open. Right there. What, wide In the open. end zone. You think you could have caught that and handed that to the ref? No problem. <laughs> right. No problem. So that's he didn't even look like he was running full speed. Here's the thing that's going to start to become a conversation that I'm just going to put out on the What's table. What's going to start to become a conversation, Jalen Rose? People are going to start looking back at the success rate of former New England Patriot assistants. Because when your team has one in Matt Patricia, mm-hmm. I'm wanting some. I, I I I love seeing. Where's all that defensive genius? Amadola out there playing for us. I love I, I love it. But at some point, what he was able to do defensively with the Patriots, I would have hoped that we'd be able to do it against a rookie in his first game. That was learning a new system and in, mm-hmm. in the NFL. It's his college system, but he's running it in the NFL. A coach who didn't have a winning record with Patrick Mahomes in college at Texas Tech on the other side. 
I want to give the Cardinals credit. They didn't quit. They didn't. Because here's what happens. Say Colin Murray played in the second half like he did in the first. Oh, we'd be a whole different conversation today. <laughs> a whole different conversation today. Because during that first half, I was like, oh, he he really looks like a rookie. He looks every piece of someone playing in the National Football League for the very first time. And the second half, he looked great. But we had the lead. That was our chance to defeat Carrion Johnson. I would have loved when we had the lead, you got to force feed him. But we'll see. It is time for soft move or boss move. I was so excited to see Odell Beckham Jr. and the Browns take on the Titans. I wanted to see this high-flying new offense. Mm, Didn't really turn out the way I thought it would. But Odell Beckham Jr. was out on the field playing with a watch on. Jalen, not just any watch, a $350,000 watch, a Richard Mill watch. Jalen, wearing a watch that's a quarter million dollars while playing in the National Football League soft move or boss move? That has to be a boss move. Soft move. Number one, he's doing it for sponsorship. Number two, didn't uh, Nadal play at the U.S. Open with one of those on too? Here's the thing. There's no rule against it. So there's a rule against Odell Beckham Jr. wearing a watch because it's a hard item. Soft move or boss move? Under that premise, he got away with it. It was still a, it was still a boss move. I'm going to go soft move there. Because how about this? You ready? Whatever he got fined for the NFL, he's going to get paid more from the watch company. And us talking about it. I'd never heard of Richard Mill watches press. before. I'd Correct. never heard of Richard Mill watches before, ever in my life. There I mean, I'm, I'm not rich like there you, you go. so it's not part I, of my lifestyle. I, you ready for this? I had neither. I had neither. Now, guess no. what? I know what Richard Mill watches there are. There you go. Good for him. This is the only thing that's positive about their team offensively, especially yesterday. The watch? <laughs> yes. That really was. It really, Baker... Come on, Baker. They had like a four-possession thing where it was like Baker did not wake up. interception, turnover on downs, He did not wake up feeling dangerous. He did not wake up feeling dangerous <laughs> I like what you did on there. Sunday. <laughs> Next, DK Metcalf. You remember him. Wide receiver. Yoked. Big and strong. Guess what? He wore a mouthpiece. There was a pacifier. It looked like a pacifier. Pacifier mouthpiece, soft move, or boss move? Another boss move. No, no. I don't mind when very successful and physically imposing men show their sensitive side. It's okay. What do you think? Here's what's going to happen. I'm going to call it a soft move. And then tomorrow I'm going to find out that he did it in honor of his daughter or something. And I'm going to feel bad about it. I, I already I already know how this is all going to go. It's a soft move. Wear a regular mouthpiece. Don't look like a baby while you're playing football. If he was not wearing that pacifier, you would not have said his name on today's show. Probably not. Probably not. And he caught for 80 yards in that game. Gets a chance to play with Russell Wilson. Living his best life. Jalen, where are my homies? Where they at? Where they at? You remember Patrick Mahomes throwing no-look passes last year, throwing behind-the-back passes in preseason, looking like Steve Nash out there on the football field? <laughs> it looked good last year, didn't it? Well, he looks good in his game, but look at this no-look pass. He's looking off the defender and then just sails it way over Kelsey's head. Kelsey's like, oh, dog, like, how about you just look at me next time? See, see him trying to look away, throwing to the side? Jalen, look how far he misses his target. Behind the uh, no-look quarterbacking, soft move or boss move? Always a boss move. 
I, I rock with Mahomes. I'm gonna go right, Mossberg too. Right. I rock with Mahomes. Hey man, he just trying stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm telling you. I played with Vince Carter, and I used to always say this to him: like, you're so very talented. And I, it, if I could just jump like a scintilla of what he could jump. A what? Scintilla. A scintilla? Yes. Just, I don't think that's a word. Or, or a unit of measurement. Yes. And so every now and then, it's like he between the legs, behind the back. Let me see if I can make this off one leg. <laughs> you know, let me, let me just try this. Because he was he is that great, and he's going to the Hall of Fame. That's what I saw from Mahomes. Pat, Kelsey was wide open. You know what he's going to do? You know it. You know what's Oh, next. there's already been a follow-up. He I, said he owes him lunch. Oh, hey, here's what Mahomes got to do in the game. Yeah, first of all, not lunch. I'm going dinner. You got to give me dinner. I got something that Pat Mahomes is going to do in the game. Ooh. What's he going to do? Behind the back. Oh, yeah. It's coming. We've seen it in practice in the preseason. It's coming. He's going to do it like to a, to a running back out of the backfield. It's coming like I told you Kenny Steels was getting traded. Like, he going to do it. Yo, he's he definitely going to do it. He's probably going to do it like a scintilla times. <laughs> I, I'm being told that scintilla is actually a word. Ding, ding, I'm being told ding, it's ding, actually ding, ding, a word. Ding, ding, ding. I don't believe it. And that you used it correctly, which is something that's never happened on this now, program. Now, that's something different. That is brand new. I got, we are I, breaking. I, I, you, you are the Patrick Mahomes of media. How about this? I represent probably 5% of athletes that left school hardship that went back and finished and got their degree. You underestimate that about your brother. Okay. I bet you did like a scintilla of work <laughs> while you were with the Fab Five. <laughs> Moving on. After getting waxed by Lamar Jackson, they hung 59 points on the Dolphins. Some Dolphins players reportedly were calling their agents to try to get out of Miami. Calling your agent after week one. Soft move or boss move? Soft move. It's a soft move. You got the city of Miami, the Dolphins franchise. You signed a contract. You can see what happens in week two. But I'm going for a different reason. What's that? I would have did it before the first game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When they, when they started making some of those trades, they started making some of those trades. It's like, oh yeah. It's, wait, what do you think was gonna happen? You think you think we're gonna beat the Ravens? Is that what you thought was gonna happen? Oh, now you're surprised. Now you're calling me. I I I didn't know as a fan. First off, I, I had to, I was like, is this Saturday? Is this a college score? Or Fifty-nine is this points. First off, but. The beauty in it is the development of Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to just be 1,000. He never fit the traditional look and praise that normally is reserved for people that win the Heisman Trophy. Yep. Everybody know where I'm going with that. Yep. Look at when people normally win that award, there's a different level of Respect this. Yeah, put on not their talking name. about changing your position when you win the Heisman Trophy. Okay, so now, again, probably my favorite coach, and I've been saying this for years in the NFL is Bill Parcells. Not when he was in the league. Yeah, now John Harbaugh. Love John Harbaugh. How about brought him along slowly last year? Mm-hmm. Run the ball, learn his way around. Five. Touchdown passes? Five. I don't care who you playing against. In the NFL, it's big time. And shout out to Mark Ingram. He had two touchdown runs. Shout out. Jalen Rose, we always say happiness is a function of expectations. 
of realistic expectations. It's time to look at some of the expectations in the NFL. <laughs> Jalen, Lamar Jackson, expectation is that he's a running quarterback. The reality, he went 17 for 20 for 324 mm. yards and ran the ball three times. Let's listen to Lamar after the game. Lamar, you said all offseason that you, you were going to throw the ball. Do you think you uh, proved to people that you were throwing the ball? Probably not, but not bad for a running back. The rookie Hollywood was open all of the time. Yep. He was out there looking like a burner. And look how effortlessly... Lamar Jackson releases the football. Just look at that. He's running backwards. Look at running the backwards. He obliterated any expectations that people would question whether he improved as an NFL passer. Mm-hmm. They gradually brought him along, slowly developed him, let him learn the playbook, let him get his feet wet, running the ball, run pass options. They made some moves the offseason. Now all of a sudden, they were playing against the Dolphins. He won't get them every week. But it was a great coming out party. Where do I always like to keep expectations? Really, really really low. low. And one team that has high expectations, Cleveland Browns. Mm -hmm. And they played against the Tennessee Titans, and they kind of got waxed. And the Titans' (laughs) Delaney Walker had this to say about the Browns after the game. They were who we thought they were. If you want to crown them, crown them. They still got to play football. <laughs> Jalen, what do you think about the Browns? Well, you can do that when you just say it with your chest, when you just caught two TDs on them, too. He balled. Shout out to Mariota. That entire defense was swarmed. Mm-hmm. Baker didn't look great, though. He took some bad sacks, as you can see right here. A couple bad throws. Three you know, interceptions in the fourth quarter is not living up to expectations. No. No. People felt like they were a legitimate Say it again. Super Bowl contending. See, that's expectations are too high. Like last year, (laughs) last year they got free beer if they just won a game. And this year we're talking about Super Bowl. But the leap that has to get made, I've seen Odell be an all pro. Mm -hmm. I've seen Jarvis Landry. Mm -hmm. I know Njoku. It's a terrific young tight end. I need to see if Baker Mayfield can be a franchise quarterback or not. Well, we can see it. We were. Evaluating the franchise of the Dallas Cowboys and their quarterback. Remember, Dak didn't get a new deal. Zeke got a new deal. And there's a lot of questions. Is he a franchise quarterback? The expectations were maybe not. Well, guess what? He exceeded those expectations. He had four touchdown passes, 405 passing yards. It looked great against the Giants. Jalen, what do you think about the expectations for Dak and his performance? I think Jerry Jones cost himself $10 million yesterday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The asking price at least went up $2 million per year after yesterday. Yeah, that's why he's got that big smile. He, to me, has made the transition from starting quarterback, a guy that can manage the offense, mm-hmm. use a lot of play action, feed the beast in Zeke, and rightfully so. So all of a sudden, I look at the Cowboys, they built out their roster. Got notable players on defense. Mm-hmm. They still have Amari Cooper, and Dak has become a franchise quarterback. Oh, oh, really? Right After week one, you're going to use the franchise word. I believe so. Interesting. Well, one thing we can always expect from Cam Newton, you don't know what you're going to get on yeah. the field. 
but you know what you're going to get off the field. Oh, okay. His expectations are that he's going to perform pretty well on the field, but also wear something absolutely crazy in the post-game <laughs> presser. And he exceeded those expectations yesterday. Cam Newton, for a player that was the league MVP a couple of years ago, led his team to the Super Bowl, returned the following season, and was voted the number one player in the NFL mm. by his peers. Mm-hmm. Okay, hopes to regain that level of productivity and magic. The only person really that was able to embody what they wanted to get accomplished was Christian McCaffrey. What, what is a short sleeve suit, three piece with a bonnet and a barbed wire hat? Like what? What is that? So that's not a wardrobe. That's that's an outfit. It's a costume. That's a costume. That's a costume. Yes. Like, we never have to go to an arts and crafts store to get your clothes. Like, <laughs> it, it shouldn't be like a DIY, like, construct. You shouldn't have to go to a construction site to get your clothes. It, it, I, I bet the entire time it took to play the first quarter of that game, it took him to put that outfit. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> Finally, I expect Jacoby Brissett to be dominant this year. I expect Jacoby Brissett. To be the He's MVP, unbearable this year. To be the Hall of Famer that I know that he is on the inside, but he did get his team into overtime, but they fell to the Chargers. What do you think about the expectations for Jacoby Brissett versus the reality low, of his performance? He has low expectations because he's following Andrew Luck. Mm. The team, the same thing. So Ty Hilton in fantasy, yep. same thing. Mac in the backfield, low expectations, same thing. Both of those guys came out and played terrific in a loss versus the Chargers in OT, and they lost Devin Funches due to injury. And finally, this is a new one. Jalen Rose sent a text. He wanted to showcase some of the loud performances from week one in the NFL. Jalen, what is a loud performance? So it's one thing to get a pick or like Larry Fitzgerald. When he scores a touchdown, it ain't loud. Just get a ball to the official. When Deion Sanders makes a play on you, oh, it's, it's loud. loud. So let's take a look at some of the loud performances okay. from week one. And we start with someone we kind of forgot about, Sammy Watkins. And this is against the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's yep. Jalen Ramsey right there that yep. he's running by. Yep. He's running by everybody. 198 yards. Three. I'm sorry, how many? Three. Three touchdowns. Three catches. There was a point in this game where Patrick Mahomes had more touchdown passes than incompletions. Crazy. And then we moved to Deshaun Jackson. Someone else that we kind of forgot about. I'm happy about D-Jax. Mm-hmm. A guy that's second all-time to touchdown grabs 50 yards or more. You know who's first? Jerry Rice. How about that? Wow. And I love that he's dedicating his cleats to Nipsey Hussle's kids mm. the entire season. So who's your favorite coach in the NFL? John Harbaugh. And what do you think about this fake punt? I love it. Hey, hey, seriously. No. Like, no. Like, 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 seriously. No. This is my favorite play of the day. This Why? Is the, this is the loudest play of the day so, that nobody's going to No, talk so here's about. what I'm, here's what I want to say, Jalen Rose. If you have this fake punt in your repertoire, why are you using it against the Dolphins when you're up by 35, 3? it's called... You're up by 32 points. It's called... Why show that to the rest of the league? It's called Killer Instinct. Why show that to the rest of the league? No. It's called Killer and Instinct. What about this from Malik Hooker? The one-handed. One Look at One-handed, then just tucks and runs. He doesn't even use the other hand to secure the ball. Just that tucks and runs. Nasty. That, that was my favorite play of the day. That was, that was my nasty, favorite play of the day. Right and there. of course... Larry oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. This was Larry too loud. Fitzgerald. People forgot about him. This was too Cardinals. loud. He only caught 400 plus. 
you know, made all of the requisite routes <laughs> as accurate as a player could possibly do it. Like he's he's precise. And Vernon Davis, How another vet, another vet, running through people. I'm like, if somebody get near him, he's so tired, he gonna lose that football. Yeah, Vernon Davis, Tom Brady, and Larry Fitzgerald <laughs> starred in Week One, and I think they're all like a combined 450 years old. And that's against the Eagles defense, style mm-hmm. defense. Mm-hmm. And his grandfather passed. It was an emotional performance for him. Big shout. Wanted to send you some love, Vernon, Vernon Davis. Shout out. Tough loss for the Lions. Yeah. But it was almost a Michigan loss. Took them to get to double overtime to beat Army. That did not look like one of the best hemp teams in the nation. You were worried, weren't you? Admit it. Of course I was worried. I know you were worried. I didn't even text you. Here's when I got worried. When I'm sitting thinking, can this freshman at the big house make a 50-yard field goal to beat us? Yes. And I'm like, he ain't going to make that. I'm like, he ain't going to make that. Go to overtime. We got this. And that's what happened. It was close. I did not expect that. I, this this team does not look like a contender. I know it's early we in the season. We never look like a contender to you. We got to show you. You know how you feel about expectations. We'll see. We will see. We have two more games in the NFL Week 1 tonight. A doubleheader on Monday Night Football. First, we have the Texans and the Saints. What are you looking for in that game? Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Want to see him perform? How about JJ Watt getting off the football on the other side without Clowney, who had double digit sacks last year? It's going to be interesting to see how that dynamic plays out. On the other side, the best triplets in the game Drew Brees, Alvin Kamara, Michael Thomas. Yeah. It's going to be tough. This is going to be, that, that game's going to be really good. The second game, ah, I don't know if I'm going to stay up for that one. We have the Broncos and the Raiders. The second game, I'm looking for Derek Carr. It's been a tumultuous offseason dealing with the mm-hmm. whole A-B thing, and they brought him in to take pressure off of their quarterback. That's not going to help against Von Miller tonight. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Nope. I want to give a big heartfelt thank you and gratitude to Mano and his people for making himself available to come on the show today. That was love. We'll be back tomorrow. Why is that, Karen? We're done. We're not done. We're not done. Got to give the people time. Give people what they want. Hey, my little guys. I love it. What they do, baby? Yeah.